Hello, welcome to another episode of Delisted the Podcast. I'm Michael Kay. And I'm Allison. Okay, let's start with West Elm Caleb. Which, what a name. If you're on TikTok or Twitter or anything, really, then you know who we're talking about, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, if you, I feel like it's made its way to the newspapers and the uh The new, the papers. Extra, <laughs> extra, West Elm Caleb reveals a dart bag. So West Elm Caleb is a dude named Caleb who lives in New York City. He's a designer for West Elm. Naturally. The reason why he trended on Twitter and has become a thing is because a group of women who dated him or like talked to him on Hinge, which is a dating app, they kind of got together on TikTok and dragged him for being a dick and also for sending an unsolicited dick pic. So the both kinds of dick. Yeah, two kinds of dicks. And the whole thing has created a dramatic saga with people siding with either Caleb because they think it's a witch hunt and he's being wrongly doxxed while others are siding with the women for calling out a creep who is a creep. Mm-hmm. So it all started on... Where Where did this start? <laughs> where all where? things nowadays start. TikTok. With TikTok. <laughs> with the young kids on TikTok. Yeah. So it all started with a woman. She posted a TikTok about a dude she met on Hinge who ghosted her. And she said the guy's name is Ka- um, Caleb. Caleb, Caleb, sorry. And in the comments of that TikTok, other women asked if she was talking about West Elm Caleb. I love that he has a nickname already by then. They're like, this isn't even a nickname that has developed through social media. This is one TikTok down and people are already like, oh, are you talking about West Elm Caleb? Yeah. <laughs> like they, he's they, notorious they... on the streets. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And... um. So they said they two were burned by him and it kind of snowballed from there. And other women started posting TikToks of their own West Elm Caleb stories. And it's basically the reboot of um, John Tucker Mustine. Yeah, it feels more. It's like the high end reboot of John Tucker Mustine because this takes place in a West Elm. That's true. It's West Elm adjacent. That's classy. That's true. It's classy. It's (laughs) fancy. So. Here's what West Elm Caleb has been accused of. Okay. He's been accused of ghosting women, Boo. sending at least one woman a dick pic without asking her if she wanted to see his dick, sending women the exact same Spotify playlist he claims he made just for them, uh, dating several women on Hinge at the same time, uh, basically like he's a Hinge slut, mm-hmm. and that he loves bomb women, which... I never heard of this before. Oh, really? Bombing. Did you? No, I never heard of it. Before. Yeah, no, I know of it. It's like a therapy term. Oh, so explain what love bombing is. Okay, so technically the definition of love bombing originated when talking about um, abusive relationships. So what okay. love bombing is technically is when you are, you know, with someone and they're abusive to you, whether it be emotionally or physically or verbally Mm -hmm. and then right after that 
in order to kind of win you back really quickly, they love bomb you. So it means that, you know, let's say they say something really super shitty, right? Like just like yeah. cut cuts your emotional core. And then like the next day they're like, I am so sorry. I booked us a room at this hotel and we're going to go out for dinner and I bought you roses and we're going to go to the mall. You can buy whatever you want. And then you're like, oh, okay, well, I guess they're not that bad, I suppose, right? Like it's it's to kind of overcompensate. And then once that's done, the hope is that you have like forgotten what they've done. So that's what love bombing is. But it, love bombing has been kind of like, co-opted to mean sort of like someone coming on really, really fast and really intense. Yeah. And that's in this case, what they mean by love bombing, that he came on super fast, showering them with compliments, saying this and that, like, you know, he wanted to spend the rest of their life with them, blah, 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 and then ghost them. Right. So, um, and that he acts like he wants a relationship and he wants to be monogamous and disappears. Like he plays with their emotions. Mm -hmm. So it seems like the worst thing from that I listed of what he's done is the digital flashing, which is basically like sending his dick without. That can, yeah, that can never be defended. There's no, you can't defend that. It's, it's behavior that is bad. We all know it's bad. It's a big do not do. So that one's bad. West Elm Caleb is wrong for that. Just, just Just ask. Would you like to see my dick? Yeah. And like, yeah, a lot of people are going to say no, but yeah, there's going to be someone who's like, yeah, throw it on me. Give me a couple. Me, me. Yeah, shoot me, me three. Can you do one? Do you have like a high definition camera? Like I don't want blurry ones. Oh no, I'll take anything. I'm, I'm yeah. desperate, but yeah, <laughs> yeah I will say yes. I but a lot of people will say no, and a lot of people, to quote Valerie Cherish, they don't want to see that. No. So, Mm-mm. so yeah. So that's that's one of the the that's probably to me the worst thing that he's done. Um, he went viral. And many women, women he fucked with, banded together to warn other women of New York City not to bother with him. So his profile was posted. Um, a picture of his face was posted. His last name was found out, and that was posted. So everyone knows who he is now. And at right. first, like, I thought this was, they made him up. But apparently he's real. He's a real person. He's scrubbed Uh, all his social media accounts, like he's deleted them, he's gone off social media. Mm -hmm. Um, The media outlets have been asking West Elm for a comment, and they (laughs) said that they do not comment on employees. (laughs) Some TikTokers are also using the situation to sell vibrators. Make money, do it however you can. Yeah, they're using Hellman's, the mayonnaise brand, this is random. They tweeted about him. Um, a, a rival dating app, they made a digital billboard ad for TikTok about Caleb. So brands are getting in on it. Welcome to 2022. It, West Elm Caleb is the hottest meme of January. So they're striking while the iron is still somewhat lukewarm. Yeah, while the West Elm iron, I don't think they sell irons, but yeah, while it's still hot. And the, so the, and the woman who started it all, this is where... It it gets sad for Caleb because the woman who started all she said that she wasn't she was talking about a different Caleb. There's two West Elm Calebs. Yes, plot. Or oh, she just means like a, just another Caleb. I do think she mentioned West Elm. So yeah, and that she she doesn't think West Elm Caleb, the famous West Elm Caleb, did anything wrong, and she was really just trying to talk 
to the generalization of dating on apps in New York City. Imagine West Elm like comes out though, and they're like, okay, listen, we need to clear some things up. The bad West Elm Caleb is the Caleb who designs dining room sets and buffets. And the good West Elm Caleb is the one who designs soft furniture, mattresses, and all fabrics. We need to clear this up because the one West Elm Caleb is taking a lot of shit for the other West Elm Caleb. How do how do we tell them apart? All Caleb's are the same. Yeah, West Elm Caleb's are. Mm-hmm. So, like I said, some are on Team West Elm Caleb. Some are on the women's side. Others say that TikTok is the real villain in this saga <laughs> since they are making money from it and their algorithm like fuels this kind of fire. Yeah, the algorithm loves witch hunts. Allison, what mm-hmm. side are you on? Okay, I think... Can I? Okay, I know that there's two very clear sides here, but I feel like I don't want to be a fence sitter. But I feel like my butt is parked right in the middle of the fence on this one. Because on the one hand, if you're going on like a couple dates with someone, and then they just stop talking to you. But I mean, that's like my whole dating life. (laughs) I wouldn't even well, some of them and some of the women, they didn't even go on dates with him. They oh were, my god! It's just like love bombing him, love bombing them in you know the the hinge chat box okay. or whatever. That's where I okay. This is where I side with West Elm Caleb because I am no stranger to dating apps, and when I was on dating apps, you would get like messages from people that you knew had been copy and pasted. There was nothing original about them. Mm-hmm. And the messages were always the same. It was like, oh my God, what a beautiful smile, even though I like wasn't smiling in any of my pictures. <laughs> and <laughs> it was always the same. Oh my God. They said, I love your smile. beautiful brown hair. <laughs> yeah. And you're like, I have blonde hair. Yeah, never had brown hair, but that's okay. Yeah. It, so it was stuff like that. Or like, like oh, I can't wait to, uh, I can't wait to watch such and such a movie with you. And it's like, okay, well, I did not list that in my profile, but okay. So it, it those ones you just like ignore. Like I wouldn't, I wouldn't go on TikTok and be like, can you believe the message I just got from this person? From Kmart Ken? Yeah, Kmart Ken. In Canada, it would be like struck tube Steven. <laughs> I would just be like, okay, that's a t- corny person. Like. I'm going to forget about them. Or if someone's like, can I send you a Spotify playlist I made for you? I'd be like, no, you're blocked. That is, I'm not, that is, I'm not that type of girl. I don't want that. So that's where I'm like, okay, West Elm Caleb is just corny. But then on the other hand, I cannot get down with West Elm Caleb sending unsolicited internet flashes. I don't like that. So if I received an unsolicited penis picture, that's when I would maybe consider taking it to TikTok. Because that is creep. That's creep behavior. That's a creep. Yeah. So where do you, okay, who, where do you stand? You and I were both sitting on the fence together. Yeah. Yeah. We're, yeah. we're fence, we're fence mates. Cause yeah, I see both sides. And also like West Elm Caleb, if you know, he's ghosting women left and right, mm-hmm. sending the same Spotify playlist. I mean, we're living in a world where ever where Everyone is practically a content creator. Yeah. And everyone wants to make content. So you kind of have to think about that. And I do think about that. Like, this doesn't really compare. But, you know, like when I'm going to Target and I just throw some ugly outfit together really fast, I always in the back of my mind think some kid is going to take a TikTok of my ugly ass outfit (laughs) and make fun of me. Because I've seen TikToks like that. I've seen them like 
taking videos of people like at yeah. Costco minding their own damn business. Yeah, and you making don't want fun that. of them. Mm-hmm. So I think about that. Like everybody's out to make content. So uh, it kind of like you should have thought about that. But yeah, like you said, it's like I mean, uh, I mean that's kind of what dating apps are. Yeah, it's full of flakes. Yeah, that's the thing. That's the perfect word for it. It's flakes. People flaked on me. I've flaked on people. Like, I remember going on a date with someone and literally the term now we use is ghosting. And I like just never texted them back. And I didn't text them and be like, I'm very sorry. I had a lovely time, but I just don't see a connection. I was just like, oh, we're just not talking anymore. We we spent we spent an hour together. We don't need to communicate further. Yeah, I've fucked people and they have like <laughs> deleted my number and i'm like okay i mean that's part of it i mean i don't really i mean okay you're I, like <laughs> it's the reason for the season baby <laughs> i you know i just move on to the next one yeah you know no sweat off my back but is this um good publicity or bad publicity for west elm i think it's great publicity for cb2 <laughs> cb2 is like uh, we haven't had any designers get called out on TikTok, so the next time you're looking for somewhat expensive but also kind of inexpensive furnishings for your home, give CB2 a little call. Yeah, article, now is your time to shine. Yes, <laughs> article. <laughs> but what West Elm should come out, okay, if they're against Caleb, mm-hmm. they should come out with a product called the Caleb, and it's a trash can. Yes. And if they are with Kayla, they should come out with a product that's a floor lamp shaped like a steak. You know, not a steak you eat, but like a witch steak. Oh, okay. I burned at the steak, steak you eat. Yeah, that that too, I guess. That that would be delicious, actually. So yeah. <laughs> Articles writing it down, they're like, okay, lamp shaped like steak. <laughs> the Kayla article. <laughs> so let's move on to from the internet's new villain to the internet's new sweetheart, Julia Fox. Mm-hmm. Do you remember her, Allison? Mm-hmm. Let me think. Let me think. Uh, I think she's dating someone famous. Refresh my memory, Michael. Yeah, Julia Fox, she has been dating Kanye West for not even a month. Mm-mm. They met on New Year's. We've heard more about her than we've heard about her when she was in Uncut Gems. Yeah, and that was a big movie. She had a big press tour for that. And this is more than we know about Julia Fox. And that's like the only movie of hers I know of. Uh, same. She's got an IMDb that has like six credits, but the only one I recognize is Uncut Gems. Okay. But now she's known as Kanye West's new girlfriend, Kanye West's new mannequin, because he's dressing her up. So in the past few weeks, Julia has done two articles for Interview Magazine about Mm -hmm. dating Kanye. She's talked to Vogue about dating Kanye. She's been papped everywhere with him. They're currently in Paris for Fashion Week. She's been front row at shows. Um, She said that they're not a PR stunt. She said that two days after meeting Kanye on New Year's Eve, all her old clothes were packed up and shipped off, and she completely gave in to being in Kanye's world and letting him dress her. Um, He's picking everything she wears basically and you can tell (laughs) yeah it's very obvious 
it has never been more obvious that Ju- Julia Fox like tells us that she had to pack up all of her clothes in boxes. No, we know Julia Fox. We know that you're not wearing your clothes right now. You didn't have to confirm that. We are aware. What she's been wearing in Paris right now, I mean. Ooh, that's busted town. It's she looks she bad. looks like like a busted Zoolander villain. Yes. She looks a mess. And I mean, it's one thing to say that Kim Kardashian looked like a bit of a mess when she was with Kanye West, but I will argue this till my last dying breath. No matter what kind of garbage Kanye West put Kim Kardashian in, she made it work. And with oh my Julia God. Fox, I know, I know. Allison, I feel- <laughs> Allison, a Kim Kardashian defender. That's, Listen, that's I need, what you got to need- add to your Instagram bio now. I need to stress that I was cleaning my bathroom not that long ago, and I was using some really heavy chemical solvents. So that might have that affected my better judgment. <laughs> <laughs> but I will say that what I'm serious, though, I do think that Kim Kardashian pulled it off. She wore the clothes. The clothes mm. are wearing Julia Fox, which is mm. never a good look. Will it, we'll disagree. We'll agree to disagree. Agree to disagree. They, they both fine. look a mess. They both look okay. a mess. But okay, so Julia has a podcast. And she talked about what people are saying about her and how she doesn't (laughs) care. So people say that Julia is in it for the fame and money, obviously. Um, She says she doesn't care since she doesn't care about fame. She really said that. She also said that she's not in it for the money either and when I was younger I was such an attention seeker like I mean like climb on top of the the bar like it was always like eyes on me like get on stage at the concert like had to be like make everything about me every situation about me um and as I like got older and like did work on myself like now like I really like don't need it or care for it or think about it like I don't read any of the headlines I don't see any like I just don't even care and now it's funny because I'm getting all this attention but I'm like I really couldn't care like people are like oh you're only in it for the fame you're in it for the clout you're in it for the money and it's like honey like I dated billionaires my entire adult life okay let's keep it real I've dated billionaires Honestly, she's she. I don't think that this is a PR relationship anymore. I truly think that that might be Kanye West's soulmate. The just, level of delusion there is like so high. The the comedian of of our time, basically. Yeah. <laughs> like she's I'm saying, I'm not in it. Way. Yeah, I'm not in it for the money. In the next breath, I've only dated billionaires. Billionaires. <laughs> My told, that's like me saying I'm not gay, but I only fuck dick and date men. Yeah. <laughs> also, I, I am not in this for the attention. But I do have a history of being a major attention seeker who really, really loves attention. <laughs> I don't read the headlines, but people are saying that I'm yeah, a cult people are saying about me. <laughs> okay, she also wants um, people to instead watch her movie. I mean, I've watched it, Julia. How many times do you want me to fucking watch it? (laughs) Exactly. Uncut Gems is a stressful-ass movie. I could only do that one time. I cannot watch that movie more than once. (laughs) But she wants us to watch it and uh, read her book. I guess she has a book. And she doesn't care less about attention. She said that many times. And in the podcast, she... I'm not even joking. She says like at least 10 million times. And again, I I can't judge. I can't judge. That's so... It's a woman after my own heart. (laughs) 
But no, she has this. She has this beat because she says okay. like like and kid you not like probably fifty times in one paragraph. And but again, I can't. Ju- you know is my t- vocal thing. I say you know when I when I'm editing this podcast, I am, and I hear you, me say you know after every other sentence. I'm like yes. Michael, I fucking know. Shut yeah. the fuck up with you know. <laughs> and meanwhile, I'm on the other side of it asking for an example because I'm going like, 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 <laughs> like. like. <laughs> no, but Julia is like, like should get a restraining order against Julia. Michael, if she if she had a like for every... No, wait. Oh, I fucked it up. I fucked it up. Basically, I was going to say... She has a like for every billionaire she's dated, which is to say a lot of billionaires because she yeah. has only dated billionaires. <laughs> billionaires <laughs> only. Okay. And she has also coined her and Kanye's couple name. Okay. okay she calls them Julie. Julie? Julie. J U L I Y E. You know what, Julia, you got to go back to the drawing board with that one because yeah. that is not working. That's not working for anyone. And that's a weird way to spell fake. Yeah. <laughs> fake yay. Fake yay. <laughs> to be fair, she was dating billionaires, not English teachers, Michael. That's true. Yeah. That, uh, yeah. That, that's, a, that's a great point. So when I like, I wrote about this on the site and when I wrote about it, I said that I really, part of me thinks that this is a performance art piece by Kanye. Right. Because, hmm. like, is, oh my God, there I go with like, Julia got to me. <laughs> but I want to say he's using Julia to make fun of the Kardashians. Oh, that's To make smart. fun of their brand of fame. But is he that smart? I know. I was going to say, I think I just poked a hole in your theory because I don't think he's that smart. I don't think either of them are that smart. So this is genuinely a, this is how she genuinely is. I think so. And I think also, to me, I love your theory. I think that your theory is incredible. I don't think it's applicable in the situation because I believe that that would involve some, like, layers of thinking and, like, cohesion that I don't believe mm-hmm. the two of them share. I still believe that it might be a situation where he is trying to hurt Kim or get back at Kim. This is, like, a rebound situation for him. And... It's just not really working. Like, the, he's trying so hard to execute it to be like, you're a better Kim than my Kim was. You look so much nicer. Look at you with your makeup and your hair. And it's just kind of coming across as like the Costco. This is the Kirkland signature of Kim's. Oh, my God. Don't hate on Kirkland like that. Some of that shit is better than the real thing. I mean, that's true. Have you tried Kirkland olive oil? Yes, I have it's some in great. my cabinet right now. <laughs> yeah, it's great. I'm not. I'm not totally hating. I just mean this is more of a Kanye's buying in bulk. Yeah, in you're you're situation. you're right. Yeah, you're probably yeah. definitely definitely right. And yeah. yeah, they're doing a piss poor job of it. But um, finally, let's end this part of the episode with a question from Twitter. So a few days ago, the hashtag I have not seen was trending because people were sharing all the movies that everyone but them has seen. Okay, it started when writer Gail Simone tweeted, what movie has been seen by seemingly everyone on earth except you? For her, it was The Big Lebowski. Have you seen The Big Lebowski? 
I have. I love it. Okay, I have too. Gail should see it. Other people answered with the Harry Potter movies, Casablanca, Titanic, Taxi Driver, One Flew Over the Cuckoo's Next, Pulp Fiction, Forrest Gump, The Godfather, Schindler's List, Jurassic Park, The Goonies, Fight Club, The Sound of Music, The Rocky Horror Picture Show, a bunch of Marvel movies, The Matrix, and on and on and on. Right. Allison. Yeah. What's yours? Well, all the movies you listed, I've seen them all. The movies that I haven't seen that I think that people would maybe be surprised at are because I'm kind of like an 80s, 90s kid, and I have never seen any Karate Kid movie. None? No, none. Like, not the original with Ralph Macchio or with the one with Hilary Swank. I haven't seen a single Karate Kid. I have watched Cobra Kai on Netflix, which it makes zero sense. I've just had to piece together the backstory. (laughs) Have you seen pieces of Karate Kid, like when you're flipping or whatever? When you were no, flipping? No, I've never. I mean, we don't mm, flip anymore, seen, but. No, but I've never seen on television. I know of the cultural things like wax on, wax off, or like him doing like the grasshopper thing or whatever. So I'm I'm familiar with that. I know who Mr. Miyagi is. Okay. Like I'm aware I, yeah. of Mr. Miyagi. I think you you know everything you need to know about okay. the Karate Kid, basically. Um. Also, I've never seen Terminator, either Terminator movie, Terminator 1 or 2. I know that there's ones after that, but I don't think yeah. they count. No, I've they never don't seen count. Terminator. And then, like, if I had to pick a recent movie, I have not seen La La Land. And I feel like everyone watched that movie. Oh, you, you don't need to see that. You, okay, you can good, keep that in the, in the box. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so what, what is missing from the movies that you have uh, seen? Okay, so I, like, went to... Because I'm not, I mean, I kind of know what movies are popular, but just, I went to like the top grossing movies of all time Mm -hmm. to see like what I haven't seen on that list because top grossing usually means a lot of people have seen it. Right. So, uh, the Avengers, Frozen, I haven't seen. Okay. Michael, I was going to say with Frozen, take some of the viewings I've had because I have a three-year-old and I've seen Frozen. I am not kidding. Probably yeah. about 60 times. Yeah, you've so. seen it enough for, for the both. For both of so, us. Yeah, I, I can skip that one. Um, yeah. Coco, I've never okay. seen. No. Deadpool, uh, The Sixth Sense. What? Well, I never. That- I, I didn't see The Sixth Sense because it got spoiled, the ending. So I was like, why do I need to see it when I know how it ends? Okay, it's still a very good movie. Even though you know, spoiler alert, what's going on at the end. Um, you should definitely see it. It's really good. Okay. No, Tony Collette is in it. it. It's a great movie. Okay, no, I'm, I'm still not going to see it. Um, Gone with the Wind. I've seen parts of it, but I haven't seen the whole right. thing. Lawrence of Arabia. I don't think I've seen that either, though. It's long, right? Yeah. Yeah, I think that's why I haven't seen it. And this, and this is a movie we've talked about. I told you that I saw this during the holidays because on a couple of episodes ago, we talked about what we watched during the holidays. Yeah. And I said this movie I, when we were talking and you were like, I can't believe you haven't seen this movie, but I'm talking about Saturday Night Fever. Yeah. <laughs> I had never seen it in all my years of living and I finally watched it over the holidays and no. No, it was not for you. <laughs> well, I thought I was going to get disco, fun, sequence, yeah. fun, maybe, you know, some Coke, fun. I did not know that I was going to get rape, racism, rape, more racism. Not that much disco. <laughs> not a lot of disco. Like, I was bamboozled. I was tricked. I wanted, like, hot clothes, hot moves. I did not need to see John Travolta, like, telling 
the mother from out of this world that she deserved to get sexually assaulted. I did not need that. I know. He is such a, like, John Travolta's character is such a piece of trash. Yeah. I mean, I thought it was going to get John Travolta at his gayest. Like, I I was ready. The marketing makes you think that you're going to truly get 90 minutes of John Travolta just disco dancing and snorting lines. And that is not what you get. No, no. It should be called like Saturday Night Nightmare. Yeah. that That's what it is. I'd rather watch Can't Stop the Music over and over again than watch that again. So, Michael, last week we talked about the engagement between um, America's Prince and Princess, Megan Fox, and Machine Gun Kelly. I might have been exaggerating a little bit when I called them America's Prince and Princess, but they're royalty to me. So we talked about their engagement and how, you know, it was all filmed. We got to see what their engagement looked like. Uh, All of it was very planned by Machine Gun Kelly, including the engagement ring. So we talked about their engagement ring, how it was, he got it professionally designed and it's like two rings and they joined together with magnets. And one of them is an emerald diamond teardrop and the other one is a um, diamond teardrop shape because they're for their birthstones. And when they join together, they make a heart. It looks very sweet. It's it's a very cute, sweet idea. Except we've recently learned that it's actually not maybe that sweet. Um, Machine Gun Kelly described the designing of it. And he said that inside the bands, he designed it so that there would be thorns so that it would hurt whenever you try to take it off. So she's pretty much keeping that ring on all the time. So it's like love is pain. It's very emo high school. Like if an emo high school student designed an engagement ring. Oh, yeah. That's definitely a 12th grade end of year uh, art class project. Do you think he's telling sure. the truth or is he, he? are they trolling still? I think he's telling the truth because that feels like the type of rich person engagement ring thing that you would get designed and the ring designer would be like, oh, are you sure you want to have thorns on the inside of it? And they're like, yes, more thorns, the better. I mean, Make- isn't it already painful enough to be with him? It's true. It's a little bit overkill to have the ring hurt as yeah. well. And if he really loved her, he would get a, a matching cock ring. Mm-hmm. So where's that cock ring, Machine Gun Kelly? Exactly, yeah. Mm-hmm. Really show true your love. love. True love what? Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, speaking of love... Actually, this is the opposite of love. That's a real bad segue. <laughs> <laughs> this is the uh, opposite day here. So <laughs> we know that um, Paramount Plus is making a series about fatal attraction. Yes. I don't think I have to describe what fatal attraction is. No. Do I? It's such a good movie. Yeah. It's, that's one that everyone has seen. I want to meet the one person who hasn't seen Fatal Attraction. Yeah, we've all so, seen it multiple times. Exactly. It's a classic. So Lizzie Kaplan has been cast to play the Alex Forrest role, which is, of course, the role that Glenn Close played. And mm-hmm. we finally learned who'd be playing the uh, role of the cheating husband, Dan, who was played in the movie by Michael Douglas. And it will be uh, television sweetheart Joshua Jackson. Okay. So how do you feel about this? I mean, I don't... It's, I, I will say, like, during his Pacey years, I didn't think he was that hot. He's way hotter now. I would strongly agree with that sentence. And I am somebody who found him to be very hot in the Pacey years. You did? See, I thought... Um, what's his name? 
the main one, the Dawson? character. Yeah, I thought he was way hotter. I mean, listen, we all have our crosses to bear. <laughs> <laughs> we all have choices from our past that <laughs> we. <laughs> no, listen, I mean this I'm, works. I'm... This works. Yeah, I think I think it works as well. And although I do think that it's one of those things where I remember watching the movie like. Well, watching the movie, <laughs> one of the millions of times I've watched it, and being like, you know, would somebody really want to be that obsessed over Michael Douglas? But like with Joshua Jackson, I'm like, no, I get it. Yeah, it I, makes I sense. get being fatally attracted to that person. <laughs> so Anna de Armas, the actress, she's been in lots of movies, and recently, uh, two of her fans filed a five million dollar lawsuit. Excuse me, a class class action lawsuit because they rented the 2019 movie yesterday, and she wasn't in it. Did you see yesterday, Michael? No, I hadn't heard of it at all until this lawsuit. Have you okay. heard of this movie? I heard of it because it was interesting to me, but I never saw it. But it's about a guy who wakes up from this uh, like electrical storm, and he's the only person alive who knows who the Beatles are. So he can start like passing off Beatles songs as his own. And oh my god, he's living genius. in heaven. Yeah, I know. Imagine that's that's the ideal situation become a millionaire off the beatles songs so there's in the trailer if you watch it the trailer's still up like so this is still it still exists um but there's a part where he goes on james corden and he plays a beatles song like on the spot and anna de Armas is one of the guests on james corden at the same time so it does make it look like she's in the movie and these two fans are saying she's not in the movie her scene was cut it's deceptive marketing she was playing herself I think, who is to say? We don't really know because it just kind of shows her. Yeah. It'll be in the DVD extras. I mean, James Corden's definitely playing himself. And that's the thing. Like, you're suing because she's cut from it. I want to sue Universal for keeping James Corden in the movie. Yeah, exactly. It's like if they had to cut her scenes and give us less James Corden, fine. Thank you. (laughs) Thank you very much. Where do I give you money for that? All right, Michael, what would you do if um, the K-pop band BTS gave you an online shout-out, a personal online shout-out? How would you react? Oh, you know how I'm, I'm supposed to react? Like, ah, ah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's how I yeah. would react, because if I did anything less than, the K-pop fans would come for me. So I, They'd be yeah, like, that's yo. how I would react. Yeah. <laughs> They'd be I like, oh, so he hates them then. I would pass out, yeah. Yeah. So Ashley Park, the actress who plays Mindy on Emily in Paris, um, she got an online shout out from BTS. And her response was that she felt physically ill. She felt very, very sick. And again, that's probably how all the like fans would expect a person to react. But she explains she realized it was a symptom from COVID. It turns out she was COVID positive and was very, very sick. <laughs> And I would know it was COVID because, like, you know, if my genitals aren't, like, throbbing, then it's COVID, not a BTS reaction. <laughs> I think right? that the, um, yeah, I think that's how you CDC, know the difference. Yeah, the CDC has listed that Dr. Fauci has uh, mentioned that that's, yeah, that's a sign of COVID. That's a warning sign. All right. So Wordle, Wordle has taken the world by storm. Um if, again, this is kind of like West Elm Caleb and Wordle are real, truly having a moment right now in social media. If you are on Twitter or any kind of social media, mostly Twitter is where I see it, then you might see people posting their Wordle scores. And um, so I had to look up what exactly Wordle is because 
I am not a Wordle player. And I discovered that it's a daily word game created by Josh Wordle. Very cute. Where you have to guess the Wordle in six tries or less. So, Michael, you play Wordle. Yeah, I think I'm like 12 days in. Okay, it's like a daily thing that you kind of do to try to beat your own score, right? Yeah, it's great for toilet time. Because <laughs> it's just, yeah, you it's only one, one puzzle a day. So it, right. it's good because you're not like sucked in. You just do it and done. Right. It's like a a daily prayer or yoga. Yes. <laughs> so you do it on the toilet. That's good. Okay. Now uh, tell me, are, is the, are the words hard? Are the wordles hard? Well, I'll say like some people have uh, a starter word, like the same word that they use to start every single time. So it's basically like you start with one word and then it'll tell you um, if it's if the letter turns green, that means that letter is in the word and it's in the correct place. Okay. If the letter is gray, that means that letter is not in the word. If the letter is yellow, that means that letter is in the word, but it's in the wrong place. So some people like have a letter, I mean, a word that they start with because, you know, it has S-T, like stare. Because, you right. know, it has S-T-R as all the, the most popular letters in it. Um, right. And what trips me up a lot is when they, because some words have this, have two of the same uh, letter. Uh-huh. So uh, that kind of trips me up. Right. You could have like two Bs. Yeah. Two Bs or two As or whatever. It's yeah. Confusing. So are you going to start? I don't know. I can barely do Scrabble. And that's just me against a board. I don't know if I am. I don't know if I'm mentally competent enough to square up against a computer. And I and you only get so many tries. There's no cheating. Well, you can go to Twitter. <laughs> No, but just, I, no, but like when you cheat the that words, way. So. Well, you can go to Twitter and just like because some people share what the word is. Do they really? Yes. Oh, so it's, it's like not that I've done that because I'm not a cheater. <laughs> I've never ever 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 done that. What's your What's your lowest wordle? Like, what's the one that you've gotten in the quickest amount of time? Uh, I don't know the word, but I've some people have gotten in one. Some people have gotten in two. My best is three. I'm I'm trying. I'm reaching for two, but I usually I usually get four. I get it in four tries. Sometimes I get it in three. Uh, yeah. Okay, well, you're clearly winning at Wordle. And someone who is winning at life is a woman who uh, won the lottery, but didn't know that she'd won the lottery because the uh, information had gone to her spam folder. Um, so a Michigan woman discovered that she'd won $3 million in the Mega Millions lottery by scrolling through her spam folder looking for another email. And the email told her to check her online account, being like, you've won a million dollars. It was a million. But when she actually went to her Mega Millions account online, it told her, okay, well, you did win a million, but because of a multiplier, you've won $3 million. Michael, can you honestly imagine just like scrolling through your spam account and seeing an email that tells you you won money and it turns out to be legitimate? Yeah. And see, I would have been fucked because I wouldn't have not have opened it. No, no way. No way. And they send emails like they they don't come knocking on your door with a big ass check like Publishers Clearinghouse style. Well, it is COVID. That's true. And we're we're in the digital digital age. Yeah. (laughs) Social distancing. Stay at home. (laughs) Do you ever go through your spam folder every now and again? Yeah, I do. I love to go through my spam folder. You really do find anything worthwhile? 
No. So a lot of the time it's brands that I've bought for. And then sometimes I get ones where it's a person being like, my dearest love, I kindly request money for you, from you as I am in a very urgent situation at the present time. I really love those ones. Yeah, it's the opposite of a lottery win. Yeah, because you're they losing see, money on those yeah, ones. because they want you to pay. And I never look at my spam, but I did like a few days ago. Mm. It was hate mail. <laughs> oh! And the person was like, like, oh, this woman, she wins $3 million. Me, I see hate mail. It was like, Michael, why do you hate white people so much? And I was like, okay, now I know why this isn't spam. Yeah, you're like, this makes sense why this one went here. <laughs> oh my gosh. Well, I mean, I guess hate mail is winning a type of lottery. Yeah, the the losing horn lottery. Yeah. <laughs> okay, and finally, we almost all won by having a sex scene in House of Gucci between Lady Gaga and Salma Hayek. So I'll say spoiler alert because... The way that Lady Gaga set up this story, it is a huge spoiler. So after her husband Mauricio dies, who's played by Adam Driver, Lady Gaga says that she suggested to Ridley Scott, the director, that things, and I'm air quoting here, get hot between herself and Selma Hayek, who plays a friend of hers. There's a whole side of this film that you did not see where Pina and I developed a sexual relationship. Should I? And Should nobody, I go? Should I tell them? It just, it, okay, yeah, the director's cut, who knows. Uh, but, uh, Maybe. But, but this is a testament to him as a director because he allowed us to go there. And I remember being on set with Salma and going, so after Maurizio dies, maybe it gets hot. Michael, you have seen House of Gucci. Yes. Could a sex scene between Lady Gaga and Salma Hayek have made the movie better or worse or not changed the quality of the movie okay the thing is she's first she said sex scene and then she explained later it was a kissing scene that they actually shot she -hmm. said i guess she like kissed salma hayek so i looked all over the internet basically Mm -hmm. i did a 10 minute google search and for any any evidence that um patricia reggiani who gaga plays Mm-hmm. And Pina, who Salma Hayek plays, because Pina was a real woman. She's a psychic. She was Patricia's like psychic and confidant and helped, spoiler alert, helped um, Patricia put a hit out on her husband, ex-husband. Mm-hmm. So I looked for any evidence that they ever had anything like that. And they, I couldn't find anything. So basically, she's making this shit up. She was yeah, just like... <laughs> Like, Rid- Ridley like, Scott is like, stop, you're already going to get nominated for an Oscar. Stop suggesting more things that you can do. Yeah, she's just like making shit up to like make the movie, I guess, more interesting. And no, it no, it didn't. You know, honestly, the whole movie should have been left on the cutting room floor. And that ends this episode. And like always, if you want to email us for any reason, if you want to send us a note that we've won $3 million in the lottery, you can email us at dtp at delisted.com. And we will check. I should check that spam folder, actually, now that I think about it. (laughs) Wait, Michael, we probably have won the lottery. Oh, my God. We need to claim our prize. So we'll be back next week. Bye. Bye. Bye.